The pigeon, grey and perfectly groomed, cooed from her perch. The view was magnificent. She could see from one edge of the small wood on the hilltop to the other. In every direction, the tops of ancient trees waved good morning to her until they thinned into thicket and eventually into ploughed fields as the hill dropped away in every direction. This was a new home, a new nest, and she thought she'd very much like to stay here for some time, until, as is often the way with a bird's brain, the thought was lost forever. It was an unusual perch, this. It was unlike any she had found. At least as far as she could remember, most often she'd settle in the nook where a thick branch meets a tree trunk, or higher still in the canopy. This was no tree. For a start, it didn't seem to be woody enough, or the right colour come to that. It was slightly soft and springy underfoot, and it didn't have any branches at all. Trees, she decided, were not like this. They were not soft and springy, they were not branchless and large. They were not round and red. She thought no more of it, for what did it matter if it weren't a tree? She was happy, and that is all that mattered. The pigeon, of course, had perched herself on top of a large red hot air balloon, which swayed in time with the trees below it, Attached by four thick cables of twine, hanging below the balloon was a wicker basket, empty. Thrown over the side of this basket, and ascending through the rustling treetops, was a rope ladder, pulled taut by the buoyant pull of the balloon and its bottom, tethered neatly to a pole outside a miniature cottage. The hedgehog and the mole were, as always, busying around their little home. Right a bit, a bit further, further, no, too far, said the voice of the hedgehog into the peace of the woodland. There were a few awkward grunts from the mole, a sigh, and then more sounds of straining. For inside the cottage, the hedgehog and mole were struggling to accommodate a beautiful, though rather large, souvenir from their recent Egyptian adventure. It was the height of two moles and three hedgehogs. It weighed more than both animals put together, and it was proving rather difficult to accommodate into their tiny home. It was an elegant alabaster vase, giant by these creatures' standards, and they had found it laying in the sand on their way back to the balloon after a rather terrifying expedition into a pharaoh's tomb. For hours the mole had toiled in the burning Saharan sun, while Hedgehog gave encouragement from the side. OK, maybe it shouldn't be in that corner at all. Maybe it should be by the fireplace, the Hedgehog suggested, not unkindly, but perhaps without full comprehension of the mole's exhaustion. We've already tried it there at least twice, the mole replied, a touch exasperated. I need to see it again, maybe with the armchair shoved over a little to the side, the hedgehog responded, determined 
as ever, to make things perfect. He was exhausted, he was tired, he needed a break. And yet, he couldn't help but do his best to please the hedgehog. The mole, with a low sigh, plodded over to the armchair and with a gentle shove, pushed it out of the way. With perhaps his final reserves of strength, he manoeuvred the vase into place, sandwiched between the fireplace and the armchair. He took a step back and surveyed the scene. A cosy armchair with a winged back and delicately polished wooden feet stood to his left. To his right, a fire with a clean grate and a few logs ready for burning. Between the two, standing like an obelisk in their living room, the alabaster vase stood. The sun from the clean windows passed through its half-opaque sides. The hedgehog, who the mole had almost failed to notice sitting in the armchair as he moved it, got to her tiny feet and stood by his side. She looked left, then right, straight ahead, and then again swept her eyes across the scene. With a small nod and a smile, she reached for the mole's tiny paw with hers and gave it a squeeze. It's perfect, she said. That's the right spot for it. The mole, drained of energy for once, yawned. But he too was happy. He was happy despite his exhaustion because the hedgehog was happy. He considered what a strange thing it was that despite being bruised, battered and scuffed by the endless repositioning of the vase, he could be so happy. It was a wonderful thing. The mole smiled and with his free paw took the hedgehog's other. They looked at each other, looked at the vase and laughed. High above them, the balloon jostled amongst the treetops and the pigeon settled down for the night in her new nest.